This week on The Swearwolves, we discuss two movies that serve as great reminders to always be nice to people you don't know and keep your eyes on the road. Joyride and Wrong Turn. Back to the swearwolves i'm brett i'm david david yeah we are back once again my friend for the show that never ends mm-hmm. <sighs> how you doing here we are i'm good man how are you i'm doing well i'm doing well what's new in your life not a lot <laughs> i'm just trying to think just existing yeah yeah pretty much i know that game i'm looking forward to uh the end of april oh yeah that's gonna be fun the end of april i mean it seems like a ways away but it's not at this point in time (laughs) david and i are going to be going to texas frightmare and we are going to be there for two days we're going to go there friday and saturday yeah in dallas it's gonna be fun in dallas so if you are in the texas uh dallas area or if you're going to uh frightmare texas frightmare uh hit us up let us know um maybe we can meet up because we're going to be there overnight, so we'll just probably be hanging out. Yeah, it's going to be a fun show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, because it's like the first one outside of like this tri-state area that <laughs> yeah, I've that gone to. Go to. <laughs> um, you had a chance to go to a show in Chicago a few years back. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Flashback Weekend, I think that's what yeah. that one's called. Yeah, it was a good show. I'm excited about shows coming up. Uh, Mad Monster Arizona has posted some guests. I know... Um, Mad Monster North Carolina, which is already over, <laughs> yeah. but they had some good guests that I hope we get some of the same ones. Yeah, it'd be cool. I'd like to see Robert Russler here because we need him on our part two poster. <laughs> that would be cool. Also, Mark Patton. It'd be cool to see him again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and go maybe, He's a nice guy. maybe chat it up with him. Uh, I don't know if, yeah, he, I doubt he'll remember us, but we could tell them, tell him that we, rem- we, we remember him. him. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we were the first ones there that day. Yeah. And we talked to him for a long time. That was cool. Yeah, he was so nice. Super nice. Super nice. So excited about that. I'm excited about... Um, Days of the Dead, LA. Uh, yeah. Monster Palooza in LA. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. And there is a possibility we're going back east that would in be, fall. Yeah, that'd be cool. Excited, but nervous because I'm like, oh, oh, oh I've never been to the East. <laughs> I've never been to the East. <laughs> but uh, I was looking at, actually, I'm, I'm traveling there uh, for personal reasons to Pennsylvania because I got to go to Philadelphia and then from Philadelphia, I'll drive. But there was a possibility of me going to Newark, the Newark airport mm-hmm. instead of Philadelphia because it was cheaper to fly to Newark. Yeah. And, and that's, drive. Where I, that's where I saw the plane tickets and I was like, Holy shit. And then I talked to Jersey Mike. One thing led to another, and he was like, uh, basically said that he would pick us up and drive oh, us. Oh, if we fly for like a New Jersey show or something? Yeah. That'd be cool. And he was squire like, us about. He was basically saying like any of the shows are like an hour away from his place. That's awesome. So if Atlantic City, New York, or Philadelphia, we could get there within an hour. 
Yeah. Just get John Carpenter at one of those shows and, <laughs> and we're in. Well, that's the other thing too, is that in October, like on Halloween every year, John Carpenter and his wife, they do a signing of this comic book that they do. Yeah. In LA, right? In LA. And last year we were kind of looking into it, but it was too late to make that decision. But I'm hoping, and he seems to do it like every year. Yeah. If he does it, we're in. We're going out there. Yeah. Hell yeah. And we're going to go out there the day before and get in line like super early. (laughs) Yeah. Camp out. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) And meet him, have him sign our thing posters. God, that looks so good in a frame. It does look really Sorry, good. Sorry, we're in our, we're in my uh, at my house again, and uh, we are in my office, which has all these posters up. So we we're just looking at the thing poster right there. But enough about that shit. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm excited about this year. Yeah, I'm excited too. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, fuck COVID. <laughs> I would like to possibly meet up with some of our longtime listeners too. Yeah, at some point in time, like going down to Atlanta would be cool. Also. Oh, yeah. If that could happen. Because we can meet up with Christy. I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. We shall see. We are discussing some movies. I was, I I don't know why I thought of these movies. Like, out of the blue one day, I think I thought of Wrong Turn. And I was Mm. like, God, I haven't seen Wrong Turn in forever. Yeah. And then I started thinking like, well, then we should just review it. Because we haven't reviewed it. What would go well with this? And I was like, well, Joyride. Because it kind of fits. makes sense, yeah. Even my daughter, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, we're going to do the movie Joyride and Wrong Turn. And she goes, I get that it. That sounds right. She's like, ah. <laughs> she's very, like, very clever. That's, what she, that's basically what she said. <laughs> it, it, with that attitude, she's like, mm, clever. Yeah, you're a clever guy, dad. And she's like, Jesus. Ugh. I'm raising her right. So the first of those movies that came out is actually Joyride. That came out in 2001, October 5th, 2001. Anytime I see a movie that came out in 2001, I judge it by if it came out before, before September 11th yeah, or after. Same. And this came out you know, like less than a month later. And it's like, we were still reeling from that. And all of a sudden fucking joyride comes out. I saw this in the theater. Did you? Yeah. And I I was thinking about this too. And it's funny you bring that up. Cause I was thinking, do you remember like right after nine 11, like everybody was pretty, I mean, it was just chill. Well, Well, and scared. Yeah. Uh, And I was thinking this might've been the first movie that I saw like in a theater post nine 11. Probably pretty close. I just remember everybody being super nice to each other. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. For, and it then didn't, it we didn't went last. back to being assholes. Yeah. But for a while there. Yeah. Harmony. Yeah. It takes a tragedy to bring people together. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah, it's, it's like anytime like there's like a bump into somebody like at a funeral and you're like, oh, I'm sorry we got to meet like this. Yeah. Or like there's a family. It's like, I haven't talked to my sister in 18 years. And then like mom dies and it's like, hi, sis. I'm sorry for everything. So, sorry. I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should have said that when your mom was alive yeah. because I don't know. Yeah, maybe I should maybe she would have wanted (laughs) wanted that. But regardless, everyone pause and call your moms right now. Yes. Uh, Oh, that reminds me. I saw this video on Instagram. It might have been from TikTok, but it was on Instagram, and it was these people standing outside of a college, like student union, Mm -hmm. and they were holding a sign that said, um, "We'll give you five dollars if you call someone and tell them you love them." Uh-huh. And so person comes up and they're like, seriously, you'll give me $5. And they're like, yeah, you just got to put it on speakerphone. And so he calls his mom and he's like, Hey mom, I just want to tell you that I love you. And she was like, what did you do? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> and she's like, what's wrong with you? Are you sick? Are you- Pretty much. Yeah. Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And so they gave him like $5. It could have been $10, whatever it was. Yeah. And so they gave him the money and he starts to walk away and then he turns around and he gives it back to him. And he's like, no, give that to someone else. And, and he walks and like, People, person after person who did it, just gave them. They just gave like, the money back. Yeah, 
and they like called people and they were just telling them that they love them. Mm, I thought that was kind of, that was kind of a sweet thing. Yeah. Again, you know, last week I was talking about the guy who won the NFL honors. This week I'm talking about this. Like I'm about positive stuff. I'm trying to talk about positive things. Bring some light into this world. Yeah. Joyride. That's what we (laughs) Joyride. Which transitions to Joyride? Uh, came out the post nine eleven film <laughs> Joyride. What was the number one movie? Because uh, there, well, there was other movies. Yeah, I'm gonna out. guess it wasn't this. But now that we're talking like nine eleven stuff, I feel like my guess is wrong. My guess is uh, Vanilla Sky. That's kind of dark. Yeah, Vanilla Sky. I feel like that's probably more like a November December movie. Dude, that that is a movie that I've seen it a few times. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. And that movie, I still like go what happened in that movie <laughs> yeah that movie's fucking weird like the movie memento which i love i always have to think about it. i'm like what the fuck happens in memento which is kind of funny yeah. right yeah mm. the number one movie was training day ah okay ethan hawk denzel washington great movie dr dre yeah that's Snoop right dog <laughs> we were just talking about this <laughs> that's a great movie training day is awesome denzel washington won an oscar for it so rightfully so yeah he should have won an Oscar for Malcolm X, but I digress. Whatever. Number one song? Uh, I'm going to go with Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz. I'm feeling sunshine in a bag. Not that song? No, it's Fallen by, by Alicia Keys. <laughs> Wasn't that a guess of mine in a previous episode? No. Well, well, shit. Yeah, because I told the story about how oh, I have yeah, the Alicia the CD. Keys CD. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I won't, I won't torture everybody with me trying to sing Fallen, but that was the number one song. Uh, this movie was written by, I didn't realize this. It was written by J.J. Abrams. I didn't know that either. Clay Tarver, directed by John Dahl, music by Marco Beltrami. Yeah. Guy who did the Scream yep. score. Cast, Paul Walker as Lewis Thomas. People with two first names, never trust never them. Never trust them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. Steve Zahn as Fuller Thomas. So they're brothers. Lily Sobieski as Venna Wilcox. You got the voice of Rusty Nell, spoken by Ted Levine, who we should all know his voice because he's the guy from. Uh, Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. <laughs> so Buffalo hard. Bill. Yeah, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Ted Levine's voice is like so. Um, uh, yeah, can't um, talk like this. Are you a size fourteen? Yeah. He doesn't um, move his mouth very much when he talks. Candy cane. Candy cane. Um, <laughs> Matthew Kimbraw played Rusty Nail, the actual person, Mm -hmm. but uh, Ted Levine spoke the voice. And we hear his voice mostly over CB radio. Yeah. All right. Budget for this movie, $23 million. What do you think it made at the box office? David, go. I'm going to go 40. 36.6. You're close. close. You're close. We'll round up. Yeah. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about the plot of this movie. Joyride. It's the plot of the fucking Roxette song, too. (laughs) don't fucking sing it dude they'll block us that's right (laughs) goddamn rock fucking rock set there's only one left so goddamn whatever because the dude the chick died yeah god everybody i'm talking about is dead this is a sad episode now good job brett gotta inject some light into this episode all right so we start out lewis that's our paul walker character that's our main character yeah he's on the phone with uh, his childhood friend venna lily sobieski helen hunt <laughs> she looks just like young, young Helen Hunt. Looks just like her. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she just broke up with her boyfriend. So he's like jackpot. Yeah, you can tell he's had a crush on her like their whole lives. He wants to fuck her. Yeah, even though he's probably ten years older than her in real life. But 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably was. <laughs> he probably was. Um, but basically, he she's like, I wish I could just like go home or something like that, right? So he's like, Oh, I'll drive you. And he lies and says he has a car because she's like, You don't have a car. He's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got one. Yeah, it's right here. Yeah, it's in my pants. It's in my pants. <laughs> Little red Corvette. <laughs> it's, like, ah, it's very clever. He is exactly 10 years older than her. Oh, look at that. By the way. Well, maybe not exactly, not pretty exactly close, but yeah. 10 years, yeah. He had a plane ticket because he was going to fly somewhere and he sees that it's refundable. So he's like, ah, fuck it. So he sells his or exchanges the ticket and buys a car. Because he's driving from California to Jersey. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Somewhere so back east. He had, a plane, he had a plane ticket to go back home in yeah. New Jersey and he sold that. And then he buys this car for $1,100. Yeah, 71 uh Chrysler Newport. I don't think you could. I don't think I, even in two thousand one, that's a good deal. Eleven hundred dollars. Is and that drive car, it across the country? Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That car. I thought that too. Is like the, you got to drive all the way across the country, and that's the car you bought. That engine probably has two hundred fifty thousand miles on it. Dude, I just rent the car and it's like, oh yeah, this is my car. It's like, why has it got a Enterprise Rent a Car sticker? You're like, oh, don't worry about it. Or I'd just be like, well, you know what? Why don't you just go home and I'll meet you there? Yeah. You want this ride or not? <laughs> just, Do you want this little red Corvette? Why don't you just fly? <laughs> yeah, cheap ass. Yeah, what's going on with you? Yeah, you have a job. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so she's in Colorado. So he's like, I'll come pick you up. Yep. So he's driving from wherever in California to Colorado. Yeah. And uh, along the way, he, he calls his mom to tell her he loves her. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hey, uh, real quick. So no one had cell phones? In 2001? Yeah, I had one. So did I. Yeah. It was a little flippy, a little flippy one. And yeah. You had to pull the antenna up. But, yeah. But, but why phone nonetheless. Why didn't Paul Walker and Steve Zahn and Lily Sobieski have cell phones? Cell phones. I think it's a... They always have to stop and use a it's fucking... It's a good pa- plot device. Yeah, I guess. Maybe when J.J. Abrams wrote it, he's like, no one's going to have a fucking cell yeah, phone. Yeah, maybe he wrote it in 1994 or something. Yeah. It's like cell phone. Yeah. Only drug dealers and rich people have, have cell phones, phones. <laughs> who my zach morris <laughs> yeah time out all right <laughs> but yeah, he calls his mom and we find out that his brother fuller that's the steve, steve zahn character he's in jail mm-hmm. again apparently he's he's always up to no good well he just got into a bar fight so yeah. he's a disorderly he's the drunk tank. yeah so he's in salt lake city of all places like salt lake city yeah like wow. that's like you can't even buy alcohol. You probably had one drop of alcohol. And they're like, whoa, 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 hold on, yeah. buddy. Yeah, you're drunk. He's like, I'm not even buzzed. I like, think you're drunk, isn't it? Also, it's not a dry county. No, but they have limits on water the, down. Yeah, and like uh, even beer. I think there's limits on like the alcohol content. Yeah, so the beer that you get in Salt Lake City is not the not same as strong that you get in not the good Reno, shit. Nevada. <laughs> So yeah, the, yeah. So he's like, I'll take a little detour. I'll go bail him out. Picks him up. They they keep driving. Well, along the way, Fuller pays somebody forty bucks to install a CB radio. Dude, thinks- I would have kicked his ass because <laughs> he doesn't even ask. Like Paul Walker comes back, he's like, "You drilled a hole in my car to like put this antenna up." Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's only forty bucks. Yeah, I was like, what? It's a piece of shit car. Still though, like that you get that. It's not like your fucking sixty five Mustang. Yeah, but you gotta <laughs> ask. I don't know. I thought that was if it was your brother. It was a little rude. If it's your brother, you don't have to ask. I'd have slapped him. <laughs> well, whatever. It's his older brother. He's yeah, kind of he kind of has that younger brother relationship with him. But they get on the CB and they start doing this like breaker breaker one nine. You got you got they, any smokies? Yeah, like they're just like yeah, looking for cops and stuff so they can drive faster. Yeah, but uh, Steve Zahn gets the bright idea that they're gonna they're basically gonna troll people. Yeah, let's fuck with somebody. 
Yeah, and uh, so he has Paul Walker pretend to be a girl. To which he sounds like a man trying to sound like yeah, a woman. Yeah, he sounds like this. Hi, this is, this it is Candy like, Cane. Sounds like, sounds like Michael Jackson. <laughs> I did it for the children. <laughs> I love children. Anybody out there, a child? Uh, 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 no, man. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm 10. I'm a little boy. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, are you a size fourteen? <laughs> I'm wearing uh, pajama pants with a little a little my, feet in the bottoms. And my dick tucked between my legs, <laughs> dancing around. Yeah. You ever hear that one song? Um, uh, uh, that horses. horses uh, <laughs> uh, fucking, what is that? Oh, uh, that horses song. I don't know. I yeah, like butterflies or moths and shit. I'm listening to that chair. Got my, my dick tucked between my legs. You got the fruit bowl hanging got out the back. Cocoon up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna turn into a butterfly. I look like uh, Finkel and Einhorn. <laughs> Captain Winky. <laughs> Fucking uh, worst case of hemorrhoids I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, Black Sheep. This is Candy Cane. You sound sexy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm into all, she's like, I'm into all that shit. That sounds great. <laughs> Whatever you guys just said. I am so wet. <laughs> I just slid right off my... My panties just slid right off. <laughs> And then I slipped and bumped my head. <laughs> my head hurts. Come on, rub it. Rub it, please. Bring some Tylenol. Extra sure, strength. I guess. I don't know. That's really weird. <laughs> You're too weird for me. I need some acetaminophen. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I got aspirin. Eh? No, no aspirin. Please. Bring, bring some Jesus juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So they fuck with this guy. Uh, but then they end up losing the signal. Like, yeah, it gets so, too far away. Oh, they didn't do what we just did, obviously. No. <laughs> but this guy's name is Rusty Nail. Yeah. Uh, that they're talking to. And he's like, wants to talk to Candy Cane. And so they're like, yeah, I'm five foot three. I got big boobs. I'm blonde. Blah, blah, Strawberry blah. blonde hair. And uh, he's like, oh, that sounds real fucking good. Oh, yeah. He's like, I haven't done anything like this before. So they do that. And then, like David said, they lose the signal. And they go to a hotel room. While they're checking in, one of the guys who's also in a hotel room there yeah. is an asshole in the lobby. It's a fucking racist. Yeah, not only is he a racist, but he also like kind of starts shit with Steve Zahn. Yeah. So they get back into the car and Rusty Nails He's back. back on the CB. He's like, hey, there's candy cane out there. I'm looking for candy cane. So Steve Zahn's like, oh, I got it. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. We're, <laughs> we're going to fuck with both of them. We're going to tell Rusty Nail that we're at this hotel. But. Send him to the other room of the racist fuck. Who's next door to us. Yeah. And it'll be a good joke. Fucking and hilarious. They'll both be fucking stupid. Yeah. So they say, meet us at room uh, 17. I like pink champagne. Yeah. Bring the champagne. Yeah. And so. (laughs) uh, You sound familiar. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Shamon. Did you just say Shamon? No, I like ham on. Ham on whole wheat. You know that weird ass song? (laughs) It's ham in Espanol. Okay. Hamon. (laughs) Hamon. So they send him over to that room, and yeah. they're, they're right next door. Yeah, they're listening to the wall. So like at midnight, that's when he shows up, and they're like, oh, shit, here he is. It's going to happen. And they hear just kind of like this. <laughs> like yeah. they just hear muffled like yeah. conversation. But it sounds odd. They're like, it almost feels like there was some sort of commotion. There was an altercation. Yeah, like something. I don't, I think uh racist guy hurt our, our good friend Nail. Rusty Nail. So uh, 
Paul Walker calls the front desk and he's like, look, something happened over next door. So maybe you got to check on that. They hear the phone ring next door. And they hear somebody answer. Yeah. Yep. And, and then their phone rings. Whoopsie. Yeah. So now they know. So now yeah, that person who, next door knows. knows who. Yeah. It was next door. So they pick up the phone and uh, the front desk person's like, no, everything's Everything, fine. Everything's cool. The next morning they find out there's been a, there's been a yeah, this crime. Cops there. There's been a victim. There's a victim of a crime. <laughs> and um, ultimately they learned that it wasn't Rusty Nail who got hurt. It was the racist, racist guy. guy. And he's not dead. He's in a coma. He's all fucked up. But, Okay. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is weird. What happens next? Yeah, yeah. So the cops are like, "You need to see the body," and it's like, "What? Why? Why? Fuck you! Fuck yeah. you! All I, yeah, did, I didn't do it." To Steve Zahn's point, it's not their fucking fault because he says to Paul Walker at one point, he goes, "Look, if we called and ordered ten pizzas for our neighbor and the neighbor opens fire on the delivery person, that's not our fault. Right? That's their fault. Yeah. So the fact that Rusty Nail or the racist guy, whoever, fucking went batshit crazy." Yeah, not our. Not That's our not fault. our fault. We were just playing a practical joke on two douchebags. Anyway, Steve, they take Fuller and Lewis to the, to hospital, the hospital to yeah, see the victim. A little, a little weird. The victim got his jaw ripped off. Yeah, yeah. That's they show it, David. Yeah, it's, all you see is top. It's teeth. pretty awesome. Breathing <laughs> <laughs> a fucking tongue with nothing to hold it. <laughs> Dude, your tongue would just permanently just be hanging out like a dog. When I was a kid, um, my parents smoked. And there was a time period where they were trying to quit. Mm -hmm. And one of the methods to quit was every time you had a cigarette, you had a, a like a mason jar. Mm -hmm. And you would put your, with water in it, and you'd put your cigarette butts in there. And you'd see how disgusting it is. Uh, okay. And so like after there a while, you'd just be like, Ugh. But on the outside of the jar, my mom taped this photograph of this guy who had oh, cancer, like cancer. And he lost part of his face. His jaw. Ugh. And that image stuck with me for 25 years while I smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. I want a face like that. I want to look like a fucking Pez dispenser. <laughs> yeah, fucking scare people. <laughs> fucking reach toothbrush guy, a flip top head. <laughs> I want that look. Yeah, yeah, that guy better never have a cavity again in his life. No. <laughs> it's like, you can get back there now. Yeah, it's very easy There's to There's no reach. excuse. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that guy's face is all fucked up. Indeed. So I didn't tell the sheriff what they did. The, yeah, like, and the sheriff's like, God damn it. I'm like, he's over the top. Yeah, like, come on, relax. He's like, This is like a fucking western. I want you out of the state of Wyoming by sundown. <laughs> or I want somebody's ass. Yep. <laughs> so they go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want somebody's ass? Yeah. Mirrors. Um, so they fucking start heading out and they're like Whatever. Yeah, whatever and then paul walker's like really pissed off at steve zahn we shouldn't have done that i feel really bad yep and he's like when we get to denver your ass is out of here i'm gonna bang lily sobieski right in front of you <laughs> and you're out of here yeah but they're driving that night and then sure shit we hear candy cane candy cane i'm looking for candy cane and they're like jesus christ and then you could like tell him like listen buddy like you, you need fucking help uh the cops are on to you and i'm a dude yeah. It was a joke. And he's like, well, you need to apologize. And Steve Zahn's like, we're not apologizing. You're a sick fuck. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. All I got to do is just turn this thing off and you're going to go away. Yeah, I can turn the volume all the way off. And then and then he's like, well, you know, you guys uh, should probably get that fixed. And they're like, what? He's like, that tail light. Your tail light. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so they look down 
they don't have any gas. I thought that was like, really? So you, you were going to run out of gas regardless. I don't know, but that happened to me when we were coming back from Vegas that one time. Oh, yeah. Was it Vegas or was it California? It was one of those times where we were driving back and all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit. Need to do? And I looked down, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we got to go get gas like yeah, now. Like it's urgent. <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> Fortunately, we weren't out in the middle of nowhere, no. but uh, they just exit off of a random, the next exit. And, and they nobody, look out. nobody's following them. So yeah. they're like, cool. They look out. There's a gas station there. Did you see how much gas was? No. $1.35. Damn. $1.35.9. God damn. Those were the days, my friend. When And that was probably more expensive than we paid here. Because I feel like Phoenix is on the lower side and of mid gas to, prices. Yeah, mid to late 90s, it was real low. Oh. It was like under a dollar. Yeah. Briefly. 99.9. I remember. Yeah. I remember it. <laughs> But they got away with uh, they got away from Rusty Nail because they pull off at, like right at the last second to hit yeah. that exit, and he, he keeps going. Yeah, they crossed. They crossed. Well, they're over like, the we got to gas up quick. Let's get the hell out of here. So Paul Walker goes inside, and he's gonna make a phone call to the sheriff to be like, "Hey, he's near us." Yeah, so he's on hold. Steve like, Zahn's outside, and this fucking ice truck pulls up, and a guy gets out, and he's yeah. got like this bat. Like yeah, and he's carrying it. He starts menacingly hitting, hitting his hitting tires, tires, and, he's like, and he oh, looks shit. kind of rugged too. Yeah. And he's holding this bat and he goes inside. Yeah. And he's trying to signal to Paul Walker like, hey, look, look, he's There's, coming. Yeah. So Paul Walker. And around that same time, Paul Walker like gets the voicemail or something like that. And he sees him. He's like, oh, fuck. So he hangs up the phone. He doesn't get through to the police. And he's going to leave. And the, the lady's like, oh, just the gas then? He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I got to pay for that. I pay real quick. So he pays with his credit card and he bolts. Yep. And as they're leaving, the guy comes out of the store with the bat and he's like waving it at him. And then he's like, chasing hey, hey. after them. Yeah. And then he gets in his truck and he's following him. And they're like, fuck. And they go down a dead end and yep. they end up like in the middle of nowhere, in this dead end. Like a dirt road. And the guy approaches their car. He gets out of his truck and he comes up and they're like, we got a gun. Like Steve Zahn's like faking yeah. like he's got a gun. And he's like, yeah, well, I got your credit card. <laughs> and they're like, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, so he's yeah, like, don't mention it. He's like, take care. You guys cool? And they're like, what's with the bat? And he goes, oh, that's my tire my, my thumper. My tire thumper. Yeah. I guess like, that's oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, so he starts walking back to his truck. He gets in, he drives away, and then they're talking. They're like, you know what? We're just, we're too paranoid. Yeah. And they hear something off in the distance. They're like, what is that sound? Fucking sure as shit. Rusty nail. Here comes Rusty nail. And he plows into that truck. Like right through it. That like ice drives truck. through the truck. Ice goes everywhere. <laughs> oh, the ice. Oh, it's going to melt. <laughs> and drinks are like, oh. <laughs> but uh, so he goes after those two. They they chase. They get chased. Mm-hmm. And he pins them against a tree. a tree. Yeah. And he starts crushing their car. And they're like, oh, shit. And, and they apologize on the CB. Like, we're so sorry. We're sorry. It He's was like, just a oh. joke. It was just a joke. We were just playing with you. And he's like, well, I was just playing with you guys. See you. And just backs up and drives away and they're like oh oh thank god yep they get the car fixed which is so weird like okay so paul walker went from not having a car having to exchange a ticket to get money to buy a used piece of shit car to now all of a sudden i mean i guess he's just running up debt on this on credit, his credit card. card yeah that's the way i took it he just doesn't give to it to get the car fixed lily sobieski she's worth all that fucking debt <laughs> lovely woman i mean yeah yeah. I'm sure she's just fine, but it's like, <laughs> it's a lot of trouble. That's a lot of trouble to go through to potentially, to potentially get bang. laid. Yeah. Like you don't Paul even Walker, know. I must be honest. He's a handsome man. I mean, he could get yeah anybody. Absolutely. He could get anybody. Anybody. Even you, David. <laughs> anybody. 
Hi, Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, it's something else we should mention. Uh, they throw the CB out the window. They're like, yeah. all right, we're done with this shit. Yeah. So they Onward get the, and upward. They get the car fixed, and uh, everything's fine. They go to Colorado to they, pick up Venna. They get her. And She's not wearing a bra. <laughs> Does she even own a bra? <laughs> Sure, David. Whatever. <laughs> um, Venna also has a roommate. Uh, Charlotte. A, f- a friend who's going to be her roommate. And uh, she's this cute girl. And she drives away. She says goodbye. And uh, that'll come into play later. But they go out with Venna. They start driving. And uh, they go to a hotel or a motel. Yeah, in, in Nebraska. They go to the bar, get some drinks. It's kind of a funny scene. They have an altercation with a patron. Like, comes up and he starts hitting on... Uh, Venna, yeah, and she doesn't really want it, and like he calls her a bitch or something like that. And Steve Zahn kind of swoops in and saves the day, and he's like, "Bitch, <laughs> yeah, get you, I get told back you to here. shut up, bitch." <laughs> so they go, um, they go back separate rooms, mind you, which I also thought was weird. Yeah, Lily Sobieski got her own room, even the though their room has two beds. Like, yeah, it's like just share even a if, room. Even if you didn't want there to be like the appearance that you had other motives like you'd be like hey you can have this bed yeah bro and i'll just bunk over here that's what i would do yeah save save some money yeah but paul walker is just paul walker is also just spending money maybe yeah. he's probably like I, I got it i'll put it on this card <laughs> meanwhile dad's getting the bill he's <laughs> like i get what points the fuck? what's going on here <laughs> so yeah they uh paul walker like passes out so steve zahn's like i'm gonna go try to fuck lately so <laughs> yep and so you told him earlier that they're just friends and he's like okay well you're passed out. I'm going to go put the moves on her. Yep. So he goes upstairs to her room and they start having some drinks. Well, Paul Walker gets woken up by the phone ringing and he answers it and it's fucking rusty nail. No oh, shit. He's back. And not only is he back, but he knows where they are. Yep. Like specifically. He knows what room they're in and everything. Yeah. He's like, you said there wasn't a girl. And he's like, what? There's a girl. She's up in that hotel room with your brother right now. Yeah, what's she doing? Blowing him. <laughs> She's got his pee-pee in, his, in her mouth. And he's like, oh, thanks for telling me. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, his pee-pee uh, is very big. Oh, like, shit. Oh, okay. I don't need to know that. Uh, yeah, he's got a, his butthole is uh, <laughs> pressed up against the glass. Yeah. I can see it. It's bleached. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Your brother has a big penis and a, and a bleached <laughs> asshole. It's like, all right. Listen, too many details. <laughs> um, so Paul Walker runs up there and he's like, uh, Rusty Nail is on us. Yeah, and Venna's like, what? Venna's like, who the fuck is Rusty Nail? So they get in the car and they just bolt. As they're driving away, Steve Zahn notes, uh, notices that on the side of the road, there's signs mm-hmm. and it says, look in the trunk yeah unlike several different signs like first one just says like look yeah it's like in the trunk and then it says lewis Lewis. like oh shit because they were like how do you know that's for us and then it says lewis last sign says lewis so they open up the trunk and it's the cb radio and i do like when they pull over and they're like oh he like did all these things uh vanna says something that like she says what the whole audience is thinking she says that's a pretty elaborate thing to do. Like painting all those signs. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. The CBs in the trunk. This guy does not like practical jokes. No. This is he goes a great length to like teach people a lesson. Yeah. This if you he's have, like that guy in uh, Arrested Development with the one arm that the family uses to teach the kids lessons. Oh, and that's why <laughs> you always leave a note. <laughs> but um, it's like if you had one of those squirting flowers 
and you're like, hey, smell hey, my smell smell flower. Flower. And you squirted it. He's going like, to rip your jaw. You motherfucker. <laughs> rip your jaw. You shake his hand, get the hand buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nobody messes with me. Just fucking breaks your legs. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's just April Fool's. She laces together. It's like, you motherfucker. <gasps> Whoopee cushion. <laughs> That wasn't me. I didn't fart. <laughs> rusty. People think I'm flatulent. <laughs> like, no. Oh, that oh, wasn't that, me. That was you. That wasn't real. <laughs> no, that was me. I'm sorry. I, I, I eat a lot of fiber. Um. So he, basically, they have to plug it in, and they're like, "We're just not going to talk to him." Yeah. Well, he starts talking to them on the CB radio, and he tells them to go to like channel 23 or whatever, and so they go up there. And he starts saying how he's got the girlfriend. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. And you, we can hear her in the background. If you want Charlotte alive, you'll do what I say. Yeah. You'll put the lotion in the basket. Put the lotion in the fucking basket. And he arranges a meeting. He's like, no cops. Yep. If you want to see her alive, <clears throat> go to this truck stop. Yep. So they go to this truck stop and he makes the boys get naked and yeah. go and order 12 hamburgers. I want to see those peepees. Yeah. I want to see like, I've seen the one. I want to see the other one. <laughs> see what we're working Are with these here. guys really brothers? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see them flopping. I want to see those pork swords bouncing. <laughs> so they go in and order the cheeseburgers. And while they're in there, Lily Sobieski's talking to Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail. He's like, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go. Now he t- sends him to another place. Yeah, I thought it was kind of pointless. Like, why did you have him? He's just embarrassing. Just, yeah, just a wild point. goose chase. So they come out. They get back into the car. They start driving away. And uh, they end up going, a cornfield or something. going to this cornfield. And he's like, whatever you're looking for is 100 feet in front of you. So they go 100 feet. Well, then the truck comes out of nowhere and starts chasing them through the cornfield. Now they're running straight. A car yeah, is behind him. Just a, make a 90-degree turn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he won't be able to see you. The cor- the corn's taller than you. Yeah. I'm sorry, Charlotte. We're not going to rescue you. We're going to run back to the car. <laughs> we're about to get run gonna, over by a truck real bad here. And we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Lily Sobieski ultimately gets captured. Yeah, and he torches the car. So they come back to the car. It's on fire. Yep. And then he tells them... <laughs> Another, like the next meeting place, Rusty Nail is everywhere at once. Yep. He's like, you got to meet me at this hotel. Yep. He doesn't tell them what hotel it is, but a hotel. So in- like the first hotel in the next town. Yeah. And we're- room 17, bring some pig champagne. It's my favorite. Yep. So they, they hotwire a car and. Uh, That's kind of a funny gag of them hotwiring the car. Yeah. There's this guy who comes out. Like while, while they're, they're trying to do it. And he's like, you just gotta, you get, it's a Ford. You gotta just kind of prime it up a little bit. Like he's telling them how to start it. He's like, yeah, you want me to do and, it? He, and he doesn't see that they're hot wearing it. They're like, oh no, we're good. <laughs> and yeah, get it started. But then uh, at the hotel, Rusty Nail, uh, we kind of, we don't see all of him. We see like his hand or whatever. And he like picks up the phone. He calls the cops and he's like, hey, I'd like to report some dead bodies. I'm like, oh, shit's about to get real. But then he hangs up. Yeah. So they apparently could trace the call because they all show up there. Like every cop in fucking. Yeah. But while he's Montana. waiting for the cops to show up, he, uh, Kevin McAllister's like a shotgun to the door and it's got a, he's got it pointed at Lily Sobieski. So like when the cops open the door, it'll or blow, anybody or anybody, it'll blow her head off. Yep. So the boys go to room 17 and it's kind of like that silence of the lambs. Because when they go to open the oh, door, yeah. it's showing the reaction from the other room. Mm-hmm. And then when they open the door, they're in a totally different room than Lily Sobieski. Yeah, they're at the wrong hotel. Well, no, they're at the right hotel. They're in the wrong room. Well, yeah, yeah they went to multiple first, rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they end up in the wrong room. They end up in the room. Because they, they're in room 17. He's in room 18, just like they were. Yeah. So Paul Walker is on the phone with him. 
and Steve Zahn goes around backside of the hotel. Yeah, he sneaks around. And he hears Rusty Nail talking through the back window, but he makes some noise, and all of a sudden, Rusty Nail's there. He busts right through the window. And he, like, starts pushing him. And Steve Zahn lands on, like, a piece of rebar that goes, right, goes through right through his, his leg. leg. Oh, yeah. And he tries to, like, get up, and then Rusty Nail pushes him back down on it. Yeah. Paul Walker's, like, going to open the door, and he yells in time. Yeah, He's tells like, him, don't, don't open, open the, the door. door. Paul Walker goes around back to meet up with his brother, and uh, he's trying to get him off of the rebar. But uh, Rusty Nail went back to his truck. Yeah, he's very quick. And now he's coming. He's going to ram towards towards him. him. So uh, Paul Walker has to go save Lily Sobieski because the cops are there and they're busting down the doors. doors. And it's like, 21, clear, 20, clear. (laughs) And they're getting closer and closer. Yeah, we're on our way. So he runs in there and he gets her free. And like moves her aside. Well, she kind of gets herself free, but he's there. Yeah. And he moves her aside. The shotgun goes off when the cops open. Now, I thought this was kind of weird because the cops draw their guns. A gun just went off. There's a woman tied up and there's a guy standing there, which is Paul Walker. And the cops have their guns drawn and he's like, and they're like, get down, motherfucker. And he's like, hold on, hold on. And then he like jumps out the back window and all the cops do is just put their guns away. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was funny too. Like they would have opened fire for sure. They would have definitely opened fire because in the next scene, when they're out back, the cops are there and they're like, come on, motherfucker. He's like, no, I'm trying to move my brother. And he goes, shoot the truck. And they all look at the truck and they start shooting the fucking truck. The truck's like barreling towards him. Yeah. So they open fire on the truck. He ultimately gets Steve Zahn. They jump out of the way. Free. Truck like plows through the hotel. Yep. And then, of course, now now it's afterwards, and everybody, all the survivors are sitting on the ass end of, of a fucking ambulance. Well, and, and inside the hotel, they open the truck door, and we see, like, a dead hand. Like, yeah. Ah, he's dead. And, uh, and Charlotte's safe. Yep. And they're in the ambulance. They're all sitting on the back end of the ambulance with blankets around them. <laughs> of because course. Because that's what fucking happens <laughs> over the CB radio. Well, first, the cops tell them, like, yeah, it was this ice truck driver. And they're like, ice truck driver? Yep. And then, <gasps> and then you hear over the CB radio, hey, um, anybody got anything they're doing tonight or whatever it is? Yeah, but it's, it's clearly rusty, rusty now. And then it goes to black. Yep. There were some alternate endings hmm. that are on the DVD that we didn't get. There's a 29-minute alternate ending. Jesus. <laughs> um, the main one, uh, Rusty Nail shotgun suicide oh that's dumb and numerous bodies are found by the police in his trailer okay uh another one featured him being arrested another one he was uh, beaten in a fight by both of the brothers and another one where he's blown up by a truck in his truck <laughs> okay and another one where he's run over by his own truck <laughs> jesus they couldn't make up their minds the only one that he actually lives is the one that we got hmm there was also some deleted scenes where Lily Sobieski's character has romantic interludes. They filmed one with both Steve Zahn and Paul Walker. Oh, wow. So during the shooting and reshooting of the film, they didn't know which way they wanted to go. Hmm. So that's why she kind of appears to be romantically interested in like both of them. I thought she was more interested in Paul Walker. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, well, cause even when, when Steve, Von, Steve Zahn goes to her room, She's kind of like, like, uh, I should really get to bed. And she asks where Lewis is. Yeah. Yeah. But they filmed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But they didn't even use it. What do you think? You know, I saw this in the theater, um, and I think this might be the first time I've seen it since then. I like this movie. I don't love it. It's it's got moments that are funny. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the script... Steve Zahn's funny. Yeah, yeah. His character is really good. 
those two, Paul Walker and uh, Steve Zahn, I think do pretty good in their roles. Lili Sobieski doesn't really get a whole lot to do. She's well, she's just, only in like less than half of the yeah, movie, isn't she? Yeah, but she's just kind of, yeah. Um, and then the movie's just super far-fetched. I mean, these kind of movies always are, but like the killer always one step ahead. Somehow he always sees them. He always knows exactly where they are, even though we can't see his truck. How does he track them constantly? Yeah. And, and the and, lengths to which he goes. Just, and he's a truck driver. Like, yeah. doesn't he have a job? I thought that too. Like, he's really shitty at his job. Yeah. He's not getting anything on there on no, time. No, no, exactly. Um, so I'm kind of torn between a two and a half and a three. I would recommend this movie because yeah. I, I do think it's fun. I think I'll go two and a half on this one. And that's where I'm going to. So I'll make it easy on you. Two and a half is my answer as well. Uh, I thought this movie was okay. Uh, it's a movie that I've seen multiple times. I didn't see it in the theater, but it's a movie that I talk about with my wife a lot because we always do that. Candy, candy cane. cane. Where's my candy cane? <laughs> I want my candy cane. candy cane. Yeah, he's always looking for candy cane. He loves Christmas. This movie had two sequels. They were direct to video. Okay. But Joyride 2? Were either of uh, the leads back? No. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Joyride 2, Dead Ahead, and Joyride 3, Roadkill. Ooh. Uh, Ken Kersinger. Oh, okay. He plays... Uh, Is he Rusty Nail? Rusty or the Nail truck driver? In, in the third one. That's cool. But nobody of prominence. Ken Kersinger played uh, Jason Voorhees. In Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. So uh, that's how we know who that is. But um, do you think that J.J. Abrams wrote this because he's like, Steven Spielberg did Duel. I'm going to do this movie. I can see that. Because he's definitely he's a, a Spielberg fan. Uh, yeah, he's a Spielberg nutsucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all he does. It's like He's like, oh. Swinging Spiel- on them nuts. Yeah. Spielberg did something? Well, I'm going to do that. something kind of like Lens it. flares, you say? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, I like J.J. Abrams. Oh, J.J. Abrams is fine. But I'm just saying, like, I was watching this and I was like, hmm. Yeah. Didn't we already see this with Duel? I know yeah. Duel was like a made-for-TV movie. No, I think it's definitely an homage or... Yeah, in that same vein, for sure. Yeah, I never saw Duel, did you? I haven't either. No. That's maybe one we should do. One of these days. Do that. Should have paired it with Joyride. Anyway, two and a half for us. We say, go see it. Or rent it. Rent it, whatever. I had to rent it. Yeah. It's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, stars. I think I rent it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I streamed it on Stars. Yeah, it's on Stars, but I don't have a Stars <sighs> subscription. I don't think I do. If I did, well, I paid $3.99 for it. it. <laughs> Sucker. God. But I did rent this next movie. Yeah. So the next movie is Wrong Turn. 2003, May 30th, 2003. What was the number one movie? Okay, so this is around Memorial Day. Mm. So I'm going to go Memorial Day weekend, and but I don't know if this movie came out then or later, but I'm going Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. That is incorrect. Damn. It is Finding Nemo. Fuck. Another Disney movie. Yeah. Well, Pixar. But I love Finding Nemo. I remember when it came out, I was like, meh. Finding Nemo. <laughs> I went and saw that in the theater too. I liked it. Yeah. And then when I did see it, I was like, God damn, this is a it's fucking a good, good movie. movie. Yeah. Um, it was released on May 30th. Uh, the other movie that was released that day, Italian Job. Oh, okay. So all I, three. I only the- saw that once. I liked it from what I remember. Yeah, I saw it once too. Yeah. Mark Wall. Is that Marky Mark? I think so. Is that the fun- yeah, is that the sounds- funky bunch in that? <laughs> the funky bunch. The whole bunch. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason yeah, yeah. Statham. 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 Uh, Seth Green, Most Deaf, and Donald Sutherland. It's a remake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number one song? I'm going Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Did I tell you that I had a roommate who fucking 
put that song on repeat over, over and over again <laughs> and he had it on like right outside my bedroom door and it was like uh and at first i'm like okay i like this song and then it's like the song ends and it's like all right all right i get it eight fucking hours later i'm still like i'm gonna um i like the white stripes I love the White Stripes. Yeah. Jack I saw them in concert Jack White's pretty uh, cool. back when they were still around. It's a good show. And I've seen Jack White once and I'm about to see him again. Is he with the, is he just solo now? He does. Yeah. I mean, he has a band. He's solo. He's got a full band and he does like uh, White Stripes songs. He does the solo songs, does rock and tour songs, does dead weather stuff. Like he does all of it. He does a lot of production though, right? Music production. Mm-hmm. He has he a. He works with other artists. He's got his own label. Yeah. yeah. Third Man Records. Yeah. I've been to that uh, his record store in Nashville. Really? Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. Uh, no, that wasn't the number one song. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> it was a song. I'm not familiar with this song. I don't even think I looked it up. Uh, Get Busy by Sean Paul. Nope. Never heard I it. I don't know what that is. No. Uh, let's get back to Wrong Turn. Yeah. Wrong Turn. Uh, written by Alan B. McElroy. Directed by Rob Schmidt. And music by Elia Kimarel. 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 Um, cast. Oh, we got fucking Quinn again. <laughs> fucking Quinn, Quinn is back. Is back. Remember me from Ghost Shed? <laughs> hey guys, Dexter? I'm going to be in Dexter. All right. All Starting right. third season. All right. <laughs> Desmond Harrington. That's Quinn. He plays Chris Flynn. By the way, those motherfuckers from Dexter are all going to be at like Monster Mania. Yeah. In New, uh, in New, New Jersey. Jersey show. Yeah. Like, yeah. like all of them. I Angel know. Batista. Dexter. Dexter. Deb. Yeah. James Remar is going to be there um fucking quinn that'd be a cool show that would be cool yeah eliza dishku mm-hmm that's jesse jesse uh emmanuel uh, i can never pronounce her name shrieky shrieky yep shrieky yeah <laughs> it's carly emmanuel shrieky she was in um did you watch uh uh entourage a little bit. She was in she Entourage. Was in I forget her character's name, but she dated like the one guy. Mm. Not not the main guy, but his like one of his agent. Okay. Oh, all right. Whatever his name is. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Listen, names and me don't go hand in hand. Jeremy Sisto, though. <laughs> From Clueless. From fucking Clueless. Rolling with the homies. Who's LN? <laughs> Elton. Yeah. LN. Dude, as soon as I saw him, I was like, that's Elton. Yeah. Yeah, he was also in the movie um May. Did you ever oh, see that movie? That's no, like a I've horror never, movie. I've never seen that movie. It's kind of like a horror movie. I've yeah. heard it's good. I haven't eh, seen it. It's eh, good. It's all right. It's goodish. Yeah, I haven't. I've only saw it once. Mm. But uh, but he he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. I like him. He was also in um, something recently that I saw. Oh, it wasn't even recently, but my wife was watching it recently. Um, uh, Six Feet Under. Oh, okay, yeah, he was on that show. Yeah, he's one of the mainish characters. Not one of the main family characters. Not Dexter. Yeah. Because Dexter's in that. And not uh not 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 related to that family. He's just a side character, but anyway, doesn't matter. And then there's other people. Yeah. There's people with names character names like Three Finger, Sawtooth, and One Eye. So we know what kind of people we're dealing with here. Fucking one eye. <laughs> Budget twelve point six million. What do you think it made at the box office? Oh, I know they made sequels. I don't remember when, they the, the when this movie came out, though. I don't remember it. So I didn't see it in the theater, um, but it had to do well enough to make <laughs> make the sequels happen. So you said, what was the budget? $12.6 million. Let's say 30 So that's correct, almost. I mean, 
we can talk about this some more later, but not only did they make a sequel they oh, and made, a remake, they made sequels. Yeah. There is currently eight total Jesus. wrong-term movies. Good Lord. I'm sorry. There's seven total wrong-term movies. There's six. Still, though. <laughs> yeah, a, I was off by one. That's a lot. Yeah. And then they did, yeah, they did six and then the remake. Hmm. But we can talk about those later. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen any of the sequels. I had never even seen this one. So I had, I had seen this one. Not, not in the theater. It was also another rental. Yeah. I, I saw the box all the time. Yeah. But I was like, meh. This is a hillbilly movie. This is like deliverance. <laughs> That's basically what it's it is. It's not what I was expecting. What'd you think it was? I thought they were someone. They were going to take a wrong turn. They did. Yeah, it just wasn't. Uh, I wasn't expecting like the redneck, like hillbilly, hills have eyes kind of element. Yeah, it's like hills have eyes meet deliverance. Yeah, meets. It was just different than what I was expecting. Yeah, I guess Texas Chainsaw kind of. Oh yeah. I don't know. It was right around this time. Didn't we also get a Texas? Yeah, the Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw remake. That came out in 2003, I believe. Yeah, so there was a lot of like remakes and stuff. So th- it was kind of nice that there was like an quote-unquote original. original. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's this guy, fucking Quinn, <laughs> and he's going to this job interview that he has, and he's driving down the road. He's like a medical student or something. Yeah, and he really needs this job, I guess. He gets caught up in traffic. There was like an accident, like a truck jackknifed or something. So yeah, and there's chemicals on the road or something like that. So he'll he'll be late for his. He's got a sweet car, the '67 Mustang. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. So he was listening to Queens of the Stone Age while he's driving down the street. He's fucking cool, man. He was cool. It's like, oh man, I had a '66, and uh, I probably listened to that same CD. It's their first album. <laughs> it's like you and Quinn are the same, dude. I'm such a fucking nerd though, like about like music stuff, because like later he's also listening to another song on that same album called "If Only." Uh-huh. But then like uh, he takes the CD out, or the CD comes out because like it's skipping or something. He puts it back in, and it keeps playing. It's like CDs didn't do that. There was CD players that they pick- remembered. Yeah. Oh wow! I yeah. didn't have one of those fancy ones. Yeah. Man, that shit would have started back from the beginning. No, if I recall correctly, I remember having a CD player that would pick up. You remembered in the car. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think. All right, I'll let it slide, Quinn. <laughs> but yeah, so he he doubles back and he goes to this gas station where there's like this fucking backwoods gas attendant. He sees a map and he's like, "Oh, there's this road here. I'm gonna take this road." And the guy's like, "Didn't he tell him not to?" I can't remember, but yeah, he, he, as he's like driving away, the guy kind of says under his breath, like, yeah, you're screwed, buddy. (laughs) You're fucked. Oh, we should also say the movie starts with a couple that's like rock climbing and gets killed. Yeah. So we get victims like right at the the beginning. That's true too. Yeah. I always forget about the beginning when they have, (laughs) when they have like opens like that, like I always, I just get Because it doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the movie. It just kind of tells us there's bad people out in the woods. Yeah. That that die. Yeah. Or that kill the rock climbing couple the guy we don't see the guy gets to the top like he he just dies and then we hear like a thud or something like that and then he gets pitched over the side of the mountain so the girl's like oh shit and then they start pulling her up yeah she cuts the rope um, but then now she has no protection she's just on the the wall and then she falls she falls off but she lives yeah not hurt she starts running away yeah and she trips over i think like barbed wire or something like that right yeah. I don't remember exactly, but they kill her. They do. So, yeah. Okay. So, Quinn's driving down this back road, and this is when something falls. Like, was it the CD? Yeah. And he's, like, going to pick it up, and he's, like, looking around or whatever, and... Uh, and he sees a dead deer. Like, he's just... Dist- he's a distracted he's distracted, driver. and then he just hits this SUV. Yeah, just in the middle of the road. Like, going 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Fucks his car all up. Oh, God. 
the people that were in the SUV, well, they're not in it right now. They're, they're broken down. Yeah. That's our characters. That's our, um, Jesse, uh, Carly, Scott, Evan, and Francine. And Scott, that's the Elton, uh, fucking Jeremy Sisto. Yeah. yeah. He's really cool about it. He's like super he's nice. Such a nice guy. Yeah. Which is weird because Elton. Cause he's such a dick. Elton was a dick. Yeah. I was like, he's so nice in this movie. Yeah. Like he's nice. And, and, uh, Eliza Dusku's character, Jesse, like they're pretty cool about the, everyone else is, they're all dicks about it. Well, not re- uh, Yeah, they they're are, but, but they accept this fucking Quinn into their life <laughs> like right away. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would be that accepting. Cause I'm like, even people that I work with when they're new, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta feel you out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I need at least three, four months. Yeah. Before I fucking make a decision. Start, yeah, I start working in my dick jokes. Make you wait. Prove <laughs> yourself to me. Yeah. You want to hear me talk about this dick? <laughs> no one does. No. Um but, um, but we found out their car had a blown tire, and then they they find barbed wire, and they're like, somebody did this on purpose. Yeah. Eliza Dushku comes out, and Quinn falls in love with her. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're cute. Yeah. They start uh, walking towards, like, trying to find civilization and there's a stoner couple and they like they stay with the car they're like we'll go you know try to get help yeah so they like she blows the dude (laughs) the stoner couple yeah um and then they're smoking weed or whatever and then he goes off i don't know to take a leak take a piss or something and he gets killed he gets killed presumably off camera and then she gets killed how does she get she gets like garroted but like around the mouth yeah like with barbed wire uh it's pretty fucked up like, yeah, like in her right. mouth she did <laughs> yeah she dies he dies the other four are walking and they come across this shack yeah like a cabin and they just go inside because that's what you do and at first they're like we shouldn't go like they knock on the door and then he's like we need a phone yeah like, sorry and, and then this this fucking carly she's like i gotta use the bathroom i gotta pee it's like okay. i gotta take a dump well, even if you did have to fucking take a dump, do it out in the woods. Yeah, don't just come poop on, in someone's or house. just hold it. Yeah, I've held a poop for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you're right, though. They do. They go in the house, and then they uh, do the thing that everybody does in every movie: start touching everything, looking through all these people's personal, picking stuff. up their shit. Now, mind you, you do a little snoop. You snoop with your eyes, though. Yes, but these people are not good people. Yeah, they're also dirty. You would imagine this house smells like dead bodies i wouldn't touch anything i wouldn't even have gone in no i would have been like like, i'll wait out here yeah i'll wait out here you know i'll just poop into my own hand yep just as well but uh yeah they touch everything they touch everything quinn finds the fucking uh, fucking body parts body parts in a refrigerator and they're like all right we got to get the fuck out of here there's a dead body in the bathtub because what's her name's trying to take a piss she ends up not what if she's still finished she's like yeah i'll there's a corpse in the tub but nature calls yep i gotta finish let me pinch this off real quick and then uh and eliza dushku finds a bunch of key car keys yeah and sunglasses and it's like oh it's no "Mm." no bueno yeah it reminded me a lot of uh house of wax yeah me too yeah yeah but they're like let's get out of here but as they're trying to leave we see their truck the the, bad the bad guys the bad guys they're arriving, so they got to hide. So the bad guys are these... And they're towing their cars. Yes. So it's like, oh, shit. The bad guys are these three cannibalistic inbred Red hillbillies. Necks. Yeah. Uh, that's three finger sawtooth and one eye. They got really cool names. <laughs> they, they never call them by their names because... No. They don't even speak. 
How do they communicate? This grunt. They just point and grunt. Yeah, I guess so. They come into the cabin and they have Francine's dead Very body. Corpse. Yeah, and everybody so hides. Eliza Dushku and Quinn are underneath a bed. Carly and Jeremy Sisto are in a closet. Yeah, they're all watching what happens. So, like these hillbillies, they fucking start chopping up the body. Yeah, and uh, like right in front of them, right in front of them, and then like I don't know, they get halfway done and they're like, "Fuck it." nap time nap time but yeah they got they got halfway done and then they're like well time to take a nap take a nap and they all and they all go to sleep so while they're sleeping they're like slowly eliza and quinn start sneaking out and they're like come on come on so they get out but right at the last minute like when the screen door is like opening it's like gonna make a sound so quinn grabs the spring spring. and it's like making his hand bleed and he's like just go just go it's like pinching he's such a fucking hero he is He's so, he's so heroic, this whole movie. Yeah. All of them are. I would have been the guy who's like, all right, cool. Yep. See ya. I'm out of here. Yep. I don't got to be the fastest. I just got to be faster than you. Good luck with all of that. Yep. So the guy wakes up and sees him and all the other three are running. So Quinn's like, run. And he runs and they're just going while the fucking inbreds hop in their truck and they start chasing after him. Yep. Like, oh, fuck. The group of four find this fucking... It's like a, car, like a graveyard of cars. Yep. And, uh, you know, I would have started looking around this for, you know, whatever, for supplies, so, weapons something. or something. Yeah. Anything I can use. But then the hillbillies come and uh, they're like, Quinn's like, you guys run that way. I'm going to distract them. Yep. So he starts running. They shoot him with an arrow and they get him. Ah, right, yeah. Right in the leg. So Jeremy Sisto's like, fuck this. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going the other way. And he, they shoot at him, but they miss. So they start chasing after Jeremy Sisto. When the girls get in the car. Yep. Queen gets in the car with the girls. Yep. In the, in the tow truck, the hillbillies tow truck, and they start driving away. Jeremy Sisto comes running out of the woods and he's just about to the car and we hear. Yep. And he just stops. And they're like, what are you doing? Get in the truck. Hurry up. Blood starts coming out the front. Like, oh shit. And we see he's He's got got, like, he's got three arrows to the back. Yep. He's dead. So Carly, understandably, starts going batshit crazy. They start driving away. Uh, But they run into like a log in the middle of the road. Okay. That's blocked. So, and then then the truck gets stuck in the mud. So they're totally screwed. Yeah. So they have to get out and walk and they find a watchtower and they climb to the top and they look out and they're like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There's nothing near. But fortunately, there's a first aid kit, so Quinn can kind of like sew himself up, or at least I don't yeah. know, put some bactine on it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then Carly finds they, a CB radio. Right. Yep. So she's like, "Hey, is anybody out there?" Yeah, I'm, I'm right oh, here. Candy cane. <laughs> what do you guys need? Like, oh, different channel. <laughs> no, I'm right here still. I'm on all channels at all times. <laughs> no, they find a radio and they start uh, trying to radio for help. But they also don't know where they are. So the, nope. the people on the other end are like, "Where are you? Like, we'll help you." And she's like, "I don't know. I'm in a watchtower." Right about this time is when the hillbillies show up because yeah. they hear they hear something. So they know where they are. They hear like the, the, the squelch of like the CB yeah. or something like that. So the hill, uh, the hillbillies start climbing up, but Quinn and the girls, they block the door from them getting in. It's like a treehouse, like Yeah, like smash their fingers. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, okay. That's the game we're playing. So they just light the fucking thing on fire. Yeah. That's what I thought was a smart yeah, thing. Smoke them out. Yeah. Imprints aren't dumb. <laughs> they get well, a bad rep. Yeah. They're actually very smart. Yeah. They're very clever. Yeah. Like, they can trap. They're resourceful. They can, they can chop up humans. <laughs> they can learn. 
So they do all that, and then they um, like we got to get out of here. So they jump. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. So there's all these fucking trees, like evergreens, but they're like as tall as a fucking redwood. Yeah. And so they jump. They're like, we can jump. Just grab the branch, like. But it's a, I mean, you got to jump down a good what twenty feet before you hit that branch. Not to mention, like they do hit the branch, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm fine." Yeah, they get all fucked up. Like they hit it hard. Yeah, but they're, they yeah they shake it off. Yep. Yeah. So they're all going. I thought for sure, like two of them were gonna make it, and then one of them was gonna no, and just fall all the way. Which that I, one would have been, been better. Yeah, exactly. That's it what would, I thought was gonna happen. It would have been cool. Like she but just like made pinballs it. it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see ya. <laughs> Her head gets bashed in, but her death is the best death. Her death is fantastic. So they're all in this tree and she's like afraid of heights. To yeah. And they're kind of shimmying around in the branches. Yep. And, and meanwhile, the, the three yokels are coming up. Yeah. But I don't think they know exactly which tree they're in. So they're just kind of exploring. Yeah. By the way, when I was a kid living back in Wisconsin, there was a house up on the corner of the street mm-hmm. um, that had a big ass fucking pine tree. I used to climb the shit out of that tree. An old lady lived in the house and she didn't care. She was like, yeah, yeah. do whatever you want. She had grandkids who would come by and I'd play with them every once in mm-hmm. a while. But when they weren't there, she would still let us like play climb in her tree. tree. We would climb so fucking high, David. Like, I mean, like, like the equivalent of the second story of a house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like seven. Well, daredevil. Well, no one give a shit. No. <laughs> like I said, this no, grandma climate, was like, yeah, I know was the best. I was on her property. If something would have happened to me. Yeah. She'd have been liable. Fuck. Yeah. I should have fallen. You should have. And faked uh, an injury. Like, Oh, my back. And I would have called sweet James. <laughs> <laughs> God, call sweet James. Fuck that dude. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck sweet James. <laughs> Fucking hate that guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, but her death. Okay, yeah. So awesome. she's she's afraid of heights. So she's she's climbing out this branch and she's like backs up. Yeah, she's kind of hugging to the like, trunk. The, yeah, yeah. And then she's just sitting there, and out from behind the other side of the tree comes fucking I don't know what it is three one finger one one eye yeah, sawtooth one of those fucking three with an axe, and he takes that axe and he just whoosh, swings it right in her, her mouth. mouth, and it splits her head in half from the jaw from the jaw down. down. So she's the opposite of what happened in Joyride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the top half of her head stays because it's balanced on top of the axe, axe which and is the rest stuck of her body falls from the tree. That yeah. was awesome. So yeah, she's the opposite. So if they could just give her bottom jaw to that guy yeah. who survived, a little help here. Get a jaw transplant. <laughs> They're like, but we're gonna have to you give gotta, you her body. You too. got a pretty little mouth on you. <laughs> They're like, we're gonna have to give you. Her body and the top half of your head. So you get to yeah. keep your brain, but now you got this look of yeah, you, uh, you can feel yourself of a twenty-two-year-old <laughs> girl. woman's body. It's like you know what? Not that bad. Deal. I'll take it. <laughs> but yes, she gets the top half chopped good, off, good which death. I thought was cool. Yeah. And then uh, Jesse tries to lure one of the other ones up because uh, uh, Chris he's holding back a branch. Let's call him Quinn. Quinn, right. Quinn wants to basically. <laughs> Pull this branch back and whack one of the guys out of the tree. Yeah. Um, which he does. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of dumb too. Cause the, like when she lures him, she's all, I'm over here. Come and get me. Like, wouldn't you think this seems like a trick? Well, they're inbreds. Yeah. They're right. not as smart as maybe I thought they were, David. <laughs> but it works. You're right. Uh, he slingshots him basically. 
right out of the tree. It was Three Finger who uh, decapitated, uh, well, kind of decapitated the yeah. top half of Carly. Uh, yes, they pull a branch, they attack that guy, and then they flee. Yeah, they escape. And they the go night. to the cave, a cave, until the morning when the cannibals find them. And this is where we find out Jesse's single. And uh, Quinn's like, jackpot. <laughs> Fucking guys, they're always thinking with their dick. <laughs> He's like, I know that we've been chased by these cannibalistic. But I also have needs. <laughs> and we have to repopulate the earth. She's like, well, there's more people left. He's like, well, let's not overthink not this. Not in West Virginia. We need to repopulate. <laughs> She's like, wait, but wait a second. If we start repopulating, then our kids are going to have to have sex. Then we're going to be repopulating like, with more inbreds. He's like, you know what? We'll cross that bridge when we get there. What really matters right now is the dynamic between the two of us. Well, I don't know about this logic. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Like, well, oh, yeah, that's true. Not yet. Well, I will be. Well, what? It's like, will you? You're not a doctor yet? Yeah, fuck this. Get out of here. How much student loan do you have? <laughs> Fucking debt. I'm going to go marry Rick Fox. <laughs> oh. Or date him. Date him, yeah. Then the cannibals find them. And, oh, well, it's he, it, this is a kind of a funny moment. Like, Quinn and Eliza Dushku are like, oh, there's a road. Yeah. We're going to be saved. And she's like, how do we get down the hill? And then all of a sudden the cannibals come and they just push his dumb ass <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, and he just fucking rolls down the hill. <laughs> and it's like, well, you could have just done that. Yeah, problem solved. Because he survives. Yeah, but they grab her. But as he's like rolling down the hill, uh, the cop, the, we see a cop, cop drive comes. by and he's like, oh shit. So, so he, he gets out in front of the cop. And the cop's like, are you those guys who called us from that watch? I've been trying to find you. And he's like, no, there's these fucking cannibals after us. And he's like, what? And all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> fucking cop gets it right in the eyeball yeah arrow right through the head so um quinn hides underneath the car yeah he goes full robert de niro in uh fucking cape fear and like shimmies underneath the the car and hitches a ride yeah and um the hillbilly comes and he's like well i don't know where he is so i guess we'll just let's uh, go home <laughs> i'll just drive this cop car home so he throws the body in the back and he drives back home meanwhile they caught eliza dushku and they took her back she's tied up to the bed she's tied up to the bed Interesting that they didn't kill her. Do you I think they were gonna I like that too? Oh, I don't know. Breed? Maybe. They're like, we need to repopulate the They're earth. Like, we heard you're single. <laughs> yeah, and we need to repopulate the earth. And she's like, no, wait. <laughs> Why does we everybody do this? <laughs> Why does everybody use that line on me? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not dumb enough to and believe that. There's lots that. of people still. <laughs> Quinn comes. Obviously, he's on the back of this car. So, so did Three Finger not die when he fell out of the tree? Correct, because he's gonna come back. That's oh yeah, yeah that's a hell of a fall. Yeah, that was a hell of a fall. I thought what Quinn does here is pretty smart. He sets the front door on fire, so they go to like put the door out, and then he just drives right through the door. Yeah, and then he fights off the cannibals. Jesse gets freed, uh, Liza Dushku, and uh, they escape, and he kills them by blowing up the cabin. Yeah, and she shoots one of them through the head, like with an arrow. Yep. Yeah, and they blow the cabin up. Yeah, she's pretty good with that bow and she arrow. Is. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's like, fuck it. I guess. And Jesse like axes times. another one in the chest. Yeah. Um, they drive out of the forest in the cannibal's pickup truck. And they go to that gas theme gas station. Yeah. And like Quinn this. goes up to that fucking map and just rips it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, I like that. To prevent others from making the same wrong turn. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. That's the movie. And then we get the credits. Oh, I didn't even watch this. But the movie's not over. Yeah, I didn't watch this. Oh, yeah. We get about 10 or 20 seconds of credits, and then all of a sudden we get one more. I turned it off. Oh, did you? There's fucking... one more scene. I'm so, I, You know what? I'm just like, okay, I'm I done. would have, but like, I think I was doing something else, or maybe I was finishing up my notes, and I was like, oh, another yeah. scene. All right, tell me about this other scene. So another cop shows up uh, at the cabin. 
uh, at the burn down cabin. So he arrives and he's kind of looking through the rubble. And then all of a sudden he gets, gets an ax like to the back. He's dead. Yeah. They're not, they're, one, they're still alive. One At least of one of them still alive. Yep. Well, that's the end. They made wrong turn two dead end, wrong turn three left for dead, wrong turn four bloody beginnings, wrong turn five bloodlines, wrong turn six last resort. And then the remake, which came out 2021 called wrong turn, wrong turn yet again. <laughs> called get gps <laughs> you have yeah. iphones now exactly. like everybody you don't need, even need a fucking tom tom like, no. <laughs> remember that shit yeah remember how like fucking map quest printing shit out oh, do you remember yeah. that like oh, oh god yes that was the worst i lost my spot but at least it was better than not knowing yeah, like having to go, map. Okay. or like having someone go okay you're gonna go down here and you're gonna take the third right dude i never know the name of streets i just go i know i turn here like here <laughs> but uh yeah tom toms when people had those or what was the I other had one a tom tom i think there was another one i either had tom tom or the like the other one yeah people i had one of those people probably listen to this going it was called a fucking whatever you idiot <laughs> fucking more tom toms what year do you guys live in hey, relax all right <laughs> we're trying to repopulate the earth over here <laughs> it's really hard when you're both men yeah. um i saw this movie well, actually, I'll let you go first because you've never seen this movie. Go ahead. This movie was just all right. It just it follows the formula that I've seen a thousand times, and I've seen it done better. Yeah, it's not bad, but like I thought, uh, the Quinn, the what's his name, Desmond Harrington. Yeah, I thought his character was pretty cool, but he always makes the right decisions, like very heroic. All yeah. the women characters are all kind of damsels in distress until the very end. I wish they had given them more to do. Maybe they did that in the remake. I don't know. But I would have liked stronger parts for them. The killers, we never really get a good look at any of them. I just feel like I've seen it all before. It wasn't bad. But would I watch this again? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, I don't like it as much as Joyride, so I'm going to go half lower uh, so I'm going to go two on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go two. Hmm, I'm going to go two and a half on okay. this one. I don't dislike this movie. I actually, like I said, I saw this movie years ago and I was thinking about it. And I was like, I need to watch that again. It's not really that great. No. And you're right. It's very formulaic. But you know what? That formula, like, listen, there's a formula for Coca-Cola no, also. tried and true. And there's a reason why. Yeah. There's a reason why there's a formula. And it's because the formula works. Yeah. I really think that sometimes when you're in a mood for a movie like that, this type of movie is just fun to watch. Yeah. The acting's atrocious in this movie. Like, the way they say yeah. I mean, Maybe it's the lines. It's just the writing. Maybe it's the writing. Good. But it's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's so bad. No one is believable. No. Um, and, and like I was saying earlier, and you, you touched on this, like Desmond Harrington, like he's like perfect. He's over the top. Good guy. And Jeremy Sisto is perfect. Yeah. And even the guys who you're like, well, they weren't that nice. They're still nicer than every nice person in another movie. <laughs> like it's like, uh, there, there needed to be assholes. Yeah. Yeah. There needed to be like a character. You're like, Oh, I'm glad that person's dead. Or who like, betray yeah. Who betrays like, yeah. So in that sense, they didn't follow that formula. No. So I wish they would have had more of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I thought the kills were pretty creative, except for the fact that... A couple of them are off camera, which is kind of a bummer. There was like a the stoner guy, um, and then the woman hiker or rock climber at the beginning. Her, that's all off camera. 
Yeah, and the male. But the axe to the mouth, awesome. The axe to the mouth. The I thought the Jeremy Sisto getting hit with the arrows was kind of cool mm-hmm. because it was like, come on, come on. Like, we know what happened. Yeah. Um, the cop arrow through the head was cool. Yeah, but I think there could have been more. Like, I would have liked to see. Like, I'm spoiled. We're spoiled with like our Jason movies and stuff. And like, Where you getting, get a like, lot of characters 13 and they're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, so maybe they did that more with the uh, subsequent movies, but uh, I'm I'm gonna give it two and a half. I like it the same as I like Joyride. Okay. I think um, I think Wrong Turn is actually in some ways more fun to watch. I could see that because it's like yeah, Joyride okay. is a better written movie. Yes, it's better written and probably better made. Yeah, but uh, it's it, Wrong Turn is more fun. I would like to see the remake though. Yeah, that just came out what last year. Yeah, but because of the pandemic, I think it was supposed to come out earlier. Did it come out in theaters? You know what? Maybe, maybe I'm not, not. Sure, I don't know. I just don't know. That's wrong turn. That's Joyride. If you have any thoughts on those movies, you should reach out and contact us. Oh, how did you watch Wrong Turn? Rented it, right? I did. It's yeah, not I rented it on uh, Prime. So, if you have any thoughts on those, contact us. How can they contact us, David? Yeah, on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, YouTube, just search the Swearwolves. On Instagram, search the Swearwolves podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at six two three. Two eight two one eight five one. So for the swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Hey, um, is there anybody out there? I'm here. Oh fuck. We're not fucking apologizing. You're a sick... Uh, Excuse me.